it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion Podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville. Good morning and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. He looks like finally after a year and a half, President Trump is going over to Russia to meet his boss man and thank him for getting elected. That's not true, by the way. That's not true. He's not going over to Russia to meet his boss man. He's going to Helsinki to meet his boss man. Uh, to meet uh, Vladimir Putin. Anyway, that's been set. It's going to be, man, first it was Kim Jong-un in, uh, where were they, the Philippines? Now he's going to Finland to meet with Putin. So half of me thinks Donald Trump really wants to really wants to open up relationships with all of these uh, dictatorial leaders. And half of me thinks he just likes to travel. <laughs> You know, that's, that's I'd be like, where do I want to? Like, you know, I'd kind of like to go to Italy. Who can we meet with there? Is Mussolini still around now? All right, well, we'll find somebody. Find somebody. Get me some kind of heinous dictator, and uh, let's set up a summit in Italy because I'm in the mood for some. Uh, I'm in the mood for some really good pasta. What's up, everybody? My name's Mark K. This is the Mark K Show, and <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny how people still hold on to this this Russia thing he, amidst everything that's going on. I mean. It, when you when you look at when you look at Donald Trump's policies, there's not one policy, there's not one pro-Russia policy that Donald Trump has insta- instilled or that Donald Trump has put forth that would make anybody think Vladimir Putin would want this guy to be president of the United States. There's nothing. He's slapping tariffs on everyone. He's trying to denuclearize North Korea, an ally of of Russia. He's doing, you know, he's he's just clamping down on immigration. I mean, it's ridiculous. There's nothing at all. He's making America stronger with an economy and he spent $750 million on new like bombers and stuff. I mean, that's not that's the opposite of what Russia wants. Russia was happier when we were closing bases and not spending money on the military and not slapping tariffs on people and just really kind of opening up our borders so that the terrorists could come in and destroy us from within. That's what they wanted. So, you know, meddling in the election. Sure, they were meddling in the election, maybe. But were they doing it for any one particular cause or case? Were they paying Paul Manafort one hundred million dollars so that Donald Trump would get elected? No, there's no, there's absolutely no reason why. Uh, and, and the summit's going to show you that too. And the, Donald Trump's going to go to Helsinki. He's going to meet with uh, Vladimir Putin and they're going to have, you know, look, he's going to say that he's going to say he's a strong leader. I respect him, but they're going to have choice words for each other. I guarantee neither one of them. Is, you want to talk about, you want to talk about who's going to be the alpha male? That's going to be a battle. There's going to be testosterone just, just like flying all over the room. If you, if you look, you walk out of the room afterward, you're going to be like, oh my God, there's so much, there's so much like man stuff. It's just, it's going to be, it's going to, that sounds weird, but to, to explain it that way, but that's basically, uh, what's going to, that's basically what's going to happen. I'm very excited about the summit. I love a good summit because every time Donald Trump sets up a summit with one of these leaders that people say you should never meet with or you never would have the ability to meet with, it just, I mean, it just makes for, a fantastic spectacle of of media uh, angst and anger, and they're angry. I mean, they're angry enough about the whole about the whole Kennedy thing. They're angry enough about the Supreme Court. I'll tell you, this Supreme Court thing. I was reading some of the tweets. Where were they? Where did I? I had the tweets up here somewhere. I was reading some of the tweets because as soon as Anthony Kennedy, as soon as Anthony Kennedy uh, announced his retirement from the court, Twitter just went. 
people listen, people just went cray. And there's there's <laughs> Molly Knight, for example. I don't know who she is. I guess she's some reporter. She wrote, "How very cool of Justice Kennedy to pour kerosene on the current dumpster fire that is America." And you know, it 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 just goes to show David Rothkop. The retirement of Kennedy is one of the most depressing and unsettling pieces of news of the Trump era. And that is saying a mouthful. I mean, I'm telling you, Kennedy is a conservative justice appointed by Reagan who is choosing to give the court to Trump because his this administration is what the GOP has always wanted the party to be. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Alexis Novak, reading Justice Kennedy is retiring felt like when you watched your favorite teacher leave school. But this time the school is on fire and you're still inside and he is putting a chain lock on the door while crying and saying, I'm so sorry, but I have no choice. These are actual (laughs) thoughts about a guy who's, look, the guy's what, 79, 80 years old? He's been on the court since Reagan appointed. What was that? Like Reagan was 80... Uh, care that's like 30 years almost. I mean, this guy's done. This guy served his country longer than most people hold down a job. And he's like, I'm done. I'm retiring. I'm retiring now because God knows who you're going to elect next time around. There's no way he was going to retire during Obama because he loves America so much. And it's done. You know, he's going to go. He he probably looked at Neil Gorsuch and said, you know, Neil Gorsuch, he's a good guy. Donald Trump has published this list of 25 judges. I mean, this list of 25 judges has been out since his election, before the election. Because I don't know if you remember this, but but um, the the uh, Gorsuch seat was there was a guy that uh, what was his name? Merrick Garland. Barack Obama actually said, I, I appoint Merrick Garland to the bench. But but Mitch McConnell and the Republicans said, OK, we're not going to do anything till after the election. <laughs> and so after the election, Donald Trump came in and said, all right, hey, you know what? Let's do Neil Gorsuch instead. And Neil Gorsuch, uh, you know, turned out to be great. You know, problems so far. He's he's had decisions on both sides, mostly conservative, but some that shocked the concern. You know, the very first decision he ever handed down, Donald Trump was shocked, not happy about Donald Trump was like, whoa, 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 I I appointed you and now you're 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 going against me. You know, the last few decisions have all been helpful to Trump's agenda. And here's here's Kennedy. He sees this list. He goes, this is probably a solid list. This is probably a solid list. So, all right, I'm going to leave because I know that any one of these people can clearly do the job and do it, do it properly. Uh, so that's kind of where we, that's kind of where we stand today. However, everybody on the, I mean, and I don't know why they're freaking out anyway. It's not like Kennedy was this uber liberal, you know, Supreme Court justice. You know, what were they waiting? Like what, how long did they think this guy was going to serve? As long as as long as Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who I mean, I'll be honest with you, there's an article in the Drudge Report. This is the first thing I thought of, because I was convinced before yesterday that Ruth Bader Ginsburg, for whatever reason, and I don't want to not wishing anybody ill will. She seems like a lovely person. I've seen her on 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 Colbert's report. So I know that she's kind of, you know, got a sense of humor, but she's aged. Man, this woman is 85 and looks 90. And she's, you know, she's I know that she's she eats well, whatever people are people are, you know, sending her stem cells so that she can she can stay alive as long as possible because they're scared. They're scared that something's going to happen to her next. You know, this is a long you've got a long uh, they've got a long vacation coming up. You know, poor Justice Scalia. He went down to where was he, Texas, and he was drinking wine. And then all of a sudden he goes to his bed. He never wakes up, you know. 
I guarantee that they're going to somebody out there is going to have Secret Service protection or maybe FBI protection or maybe just like, I don't know, the uh, the Guardian Angels or the Black Panthers or some organization is going to surround Ruth Bader Ginsburg for the next two years and just not let any not let any ill will. They'll take a bullet for her. They'll step in front of a bus for her. They're going to be tasting all of her food because they want to keep her alive. As much as possible, they're not going to let her drink. They're not going to let her get near secondhand smoke. Don't light up a cigarette near Ruth Bader Ginsburg because some crazy liberal is going to come and like just snatch it out of your face and throw it down on the ground. They want this woman healthy because they're already freaking out that Kennedy, Kennedy, who is not a liberal judge by any stretch of the imagination, is being replaced by Donald Trump. What you should really be afraid of, okay? What you should, because here's the thing when you have a 5 4 court, any one of them could flip at any moment. Any one of them. Might I remind you about Chief Justice John Roberts, who said that the Obamacare mandate the first time around was not unconstitutional. Let's remind you how, how George H.W. Bush got up there and said, Chief Justice John Roberts is going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread, and he's handed conservatives disappointment after disappointment. It only takes one when you have a 5-4, and one can be swayed. We've seen that time and time again. What you need to be concerned about, my Democratic friends, of which I have none, what you need to be concerned about is not this Supreme Court justice, but the next one, <laughs> because you got a lot of old people on that bench. And if it's if it's if it's one of the blue judges, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, who else? Breyer's up there. I mean, he's like 79, 80 years old. If, if something, you know. If something, again, unfortunate befalls one of those two, then you're talking about a 6-3. And a 6-3, you ain't going to beat ever. So I understand why you're upset, but you really should panic the next time around. Uh, 340-1045 is a number. we got to take a break. I don't even – wow, time really – I haven't really even said anything yet, but <laughs> we got to take a break. 340-1045 is the number. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. We got some of your phone calls. Want to send me an open mic? Totes cool. Do that, too. We'll get to them right after uh, this on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. Thanks so much for joining me. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. You can get through and talk about eh, pretty much anything you want because I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't plan anything today. Uh, I want to talk about the Supreme Court. I want to talk about the uh, judges. <laughs> I want to laugh at people who get so upset that somebody, that dude wants to retire. He's 80 years old. Have you ever been in a position where somebody was so mad that an 80-year-old guy wanted to retire from his job and spend whatever time he has left traveling and hanging out with his family and enjoying life? None of which is going to happen, by the way, because he's not going to be able to go anywhere. Uh, he better not try going to the Red Hen because he's not going to be able to enjoy any of his vacation time. He's not going to be able to enjoy anything because people are going to blame him for whatever happens in the next two years because he handed the Supreme Court to Donald Trump. Eight uh, three four zero one zero four five is the number. Let's go to Drake. Drake is in Ocean Way. Drake, thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. How are you? Hey, I just wanted to address, I heard an African-American speaking of Donald Trump's visiting to see his boss, uh, Russia, basically. Well, Oh, I played an open mic earlier. Yeah, I don't, I can't, I can't. I, can't uh, I, I know he was an African-American. I want to address him because the Democratic leaders have instigated an investigation to waste 17 million, over $17 million, trying to find some Russian collusion. If they would have just spent... $17, they would have found some Russian collusion with Obama with an open mic 
see the hypocrisy of everything. I mean, it's like Wally Coyote on everything they try to attack Trump on. It backfires on the Democrats and the libs go nuts because they can't pin nothing on the Teflon Don. The Teflon, uh, yeah, let me play the clip for you here again. It looks like finally after a year and a half, President Trump has gone over to Russia to meet his boss man and thank him for getting elected. I'll be honest with you, he sounds Latino to me, but of course, again, with audio, you can't really, you can't really verify him. And I don't think it matters. Obviously, he's not a Trump supporter, but, but here's the thing. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that they have nothing, and it's been $22 million that they've spent. And Donald Trump's going to meet with Vladimir Putin, and the one thing that you have to realize is that nothing that if Donald Trump came in here and just said, okay, now we're going to now we're going to open up free trade with Russia. Now we're we're going to make vodka the national drink. Now we're all you know all these things are going to happen. We're going to denuclearize every every uh, submarine and pull them away from the coast. Uh, all of our nuclear submarines are going to come away from the coast of Russia. It, none of these things happen. Nothing that Donald Trump has instituted as policy is 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 good for the Russian government and or good for Putin. If anything, Donald Trump has made America uh, strong. He's he's remilitarized it. He's uh, given us more money and he's made us, you know, basically we are calling the shots with every one of Russia's allies. We're calling the shots with Iran. We pulled out of the Iran nuclear deal. We're calling the shots with North Korea. We're basically getting them to drop all of their nuclear weapons. Uh, you know, we're there's really very few countries left that Russia deals with that the United States hasn't had a, a significant impact on since Donald Trump became president. So. You know, you look, you you watch all these cop shows. I don't know if you watch cop shows or not. You may just watch The Bachelorette. I know nothing about you, uh, but I know you're listening to this show, so you must be smart. If you watch any of these cop shows or any of these these um, you know like uh, what do you call it? drama legal dramas, they always tell you. So you've got to have means, motive, and opportunity. What would be the motive? For Vladimir Putin and the Russian government to interfere with America's election, what would be the motive? The motive would be it would benefit Russia somehow. Would would Russia benefit from having Donald Trump be president? Not so far. Would they benefit by having Hillary Clinton be president? I feel that would have been more of a benefit to Russia because she would have opened up the borders. She would have kept taxing Americans. She would have kept closing military bases. She would have kept, stayed in the deal with Iran. She would have given them $750 billion more dollars because that's what they do. I mean, that's only like three speaking gigs for her. And she can just, you know, she can write that off. She would have kept getting money from for, for favors from anybody around that. I mean, this is the stuff that would have happened. So where's the motive? Did they have the means? Sure. Did they have the opportunity? Absolutely. Did they have the motive? No. Somebody prove to me how Russia and Putin are better off with Donald Trump as president. And then, then maybe we can talk about some collusion. I mean, if Donald Trump works for for Vladimir Putin, he's about to get fired. Is all is all I'm going to say because he's doing a horrible job making his boss look good. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Three four zero one zero four five is my number. You can also leave me an open mic message. Got to take a quick break. We got some more people that want to comment about Kennedy and the court and the uh, and you know what? I'm probably some other stuff. We'll do like a little. I can't say open line because I think Rush Limbaugh has. As as uh, he's basically you know copyrighted, and I can't I can't go against him in court. The guy's too rich. So just you know call up and whatever you want to say, we'll let you say it. Three four zero, as long as it's not profane, you understand. Three four zero one zero four five. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K Show on News one zero four five WOKV. 
It looks like finally after a year and a half, President Trump is going over to Russia to meet his boss man and thank him for getting elected. Yeah, that was an open mic message replay that got a lot of people, uh, got their feathers uh, all riled up in their panties and wad. And yeah, if you're one of them, 340-1045, as, the, uh, as the Russian collusion conspiracy theories. You know, why is it? It's so funny. It's on the uh, when it's something that that happens, uh, you know, with a Democrat or or, you know, that benefits the Republicans. It's a conspiracy theory. But when it's something that, you know, is uh, that the Democrats come up with, it's an investigation. <laughs> you know, there we the serious questions about Russian collusion. If this were the other way around, it would be a, it would be trumped up as a conspiracy theory. That, that's how they would serve it to us. J.J. is in Jacksonville. J.J., thank you so much for calling the Marque show. How are you? I'm doing well. Oh, good. J.J., what do you want to say? Listen, listen, Putin didn't want Clinton or Trump. What he wanted was division among the American people, and he's achieved that goal. He wants what's a weaker nation when when they're fighting amongst each other rather than worried about their uh, enemies abroad. And he's achieved that goal that he's tried to do. But then how would it, then why would it matter who was president? You're saying if, it, if you wanted Hillary. I mean, I feel like this country was divided before Donald Trump was elected. I, I agree. And, and, and actually... By getting Trump, it made it even more divisive for most, I think. But I, personally, I don't think he care. I mean, obviously, he doesn't care about Trump or, or Clinton. Yeah, no, he only cares about Putin. Uh, hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. You know, that's another thing. He wants to, Putin's trying to divide the United States of America into two separate factions and start another civil war. You know, I read yesterday, 43%, 43% of Americans believe we're going to have a civil war. Not that the country is divided, but that there will actually be war, uh, much like we had back in the 1800s. Uh, I talk about a conspiracy. That's what we should do. This should be like Conspiracy Theory Thursday. Was Putin trying to divide America? Are we on the brink of civil war? All signs point to yes. Now, you know, get the magic eight ball out and just shake it. Uh, 340-1045. Uh, let's go to Neil in Jacksonville. Neil, uh, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing great, Neil. What do you want to say? I just wanted to say how I think it's just absolutely hilarious, all these people that are just losing their mind over Justice Kennedy stepping down when just a couple of days ago they had no earthly idea who it was or uh, or anything that he had actually stood for. <laughs> Right, and it's not like they had any big wins. It's not like he was doing them any favors the last few days anyway. Here's a guy who's supposed to be a swing vote. He's supposed to be the least conservative of the judges. And the last four rulings they handed down, he voted with the conservative judges. And now he's like, all right, I'm out of here. And the Democrats are all ticked off. If anything, they should have been like, good, get out of here. You're not doing us any good at all. <laughs> yeah, hey, thanks. Exactly. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. I don't understand. I mean, I guess when you have one guy who could flip flop back and forth and he's gone, you just realize that everything's going to be is just everything's going to be five four. Everything's going to be five four. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't trust John Roberts as far as I could throw the guy. And I've never uh, tried to throw him. But he looks like he's, you know, what, like 180, 190. And I don't go to the gym a lot. So that's probably not far. But he that guy, he'll swing. He'll swing with the wind, is all I'm saying. Uh, let's go to Patrick in Pontevedra. Patrick in Pontevedra, what do you want to say? Thanks so much for calling. Hey, it's Pontevedra, Patrick. We haven't spoken in a long time. What I wanted to say what? was that don't be surprised how crazy the left gets. They are having everything taken away from them that they've worked for 50 years to achieve, and they're about to lose a lot more. It's like 
if someone took away your food, your money, your kids, I mean, what would you do to stop that? You would do anything, and that's what's happening to them. Yeah. So what do you? So what do you suggest? So the, oh, good. Another conspiracy. Let me get the conspiracy theory, theory Thursday music up. So what are you insinuating that something's going to happen to what? I think I think the way to make things as best as possible is for people to realize that, possibly accommodate that, but certainly understand that that could become that could happen. So many people on the right are always saying, "Oh my God, can you believe it? I'm so surprised. I can't believe." They got to believe what what the left is thinking. They are having everything stripped away from them, and 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 you see how crazy they're getting. You know, what would you do if everything was being taken away from you? You would do anything to stop it. That is true. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Hey, thanks so much for calling. And maybe that's why we're we're starting to hear stuff like this. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. Yeah, you push back on them at the gasoline station. <laughs> How old is that one? I'm surprised you didn't call it a filling station. Yeah, you know, over at the filling station, uh, 340-1045. All right, that's it, man. With with Anthony Kennedy retiring, that could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Maybe that is the shot that's going to be heard around the world. Maybe he, by writing that letter to Donald Trump yesterday saying, hey, thanks, but I'm out E5, maybe he just started the second civil war in the United States of America. And maybe if that's the case, uh, Putin got his wish and the country's divided and he can just come on in. And conquer. You know, only time will tell. Only time will tell. 340-1045. Let's go to Jeff, who's on the highway in his car. Jeff, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say? Hey, Mark K. Um, you know, Trump derangement syndrome, TDS, I've come up with the perfect test to figure out whether somebody's got this problem or not. All you got to do is ask him one question. If President Trump were to run into a burning building single-handedly, all by himself, save half a dozen dying baby orphans, would that be enough to make you say one good word or have one good thought about President Trump? Anybody that says no, you've got TDS. Yeah. No, I think you're right about Hey, thanks so much for calling. We, I'm going to try that. That's a really long question, so I'm going to have to go back and listen to the recording, and then I'm going to have to read it, uh, write it down. Uh, Dave in Sandalwood, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say, Dave? Hey, I just wanted to mention, Mark, that since the end of the LBJ's administration, the Democrats have only filled four replacements on the Supreme Court, whereas the Republicans have filled 14. So we've got to be thankful for that. And I'd like, you know what? Get and rid he... of Ruth, or rather, Darth Vader Ginsburg. Yeah, uh, Darth Vader Ginsburg. chance of not holding on by the skin of our teeth. I'll tell you what, you bring up an excellent point, and I'd love to think that that says more about the people who sit on the court than it does about anything else, because these are people who decide when they're going to go, with the exception of Scalia. These are people who decide when it's their time, and the fact that Anthony Kennedy said, look, I'm going now, proves to me that he knows more about just how important the court is, and just how important it is that things not change too quickly, and he doesn't know who's going to be president in 2020. He doesn't know who's going to be president uh, in 2024. He doesn't know how much longer he's going to hold out. So he's thinking, let me leave now so we can have somebody come in here and we can solidify a court that will maintain a slow rate of change. Because in the end, the country that changes too fast is the country that has uh, that is, is that is worse off. 
And that and that is a fact. Change is fine as long as it's slow, methodical, manageable, and also for the good of the country. And the fact that the Supreme Court justices at a, at a rate, and I don't even, I don't, you know, I'll check it. Actually, I, oh, that's a lie. I'll take your word for it. I'm not going to fact check it. But if you're right and you say it's 14 to 4 have been replaced by conservative uh, presidents, that's all in part due to the decisions of those justices. And and that proves that they know something that we don't, which is probably why they're all in the Supreme Court. And we're here in Jacksonville uh, talking about conspiracy theories. 340-1045. This is Jim in Orange Park. Jim, real quick. Uh, what do you want to say, Jim? Hi, Mark. I just wanted to say that if you just step back a little bit in time, you'll realize, like I do, it's that we were all in belief that there was no way that Donald Trump could win. So Russia was not about making Donald Trump win. They were about showing how corrupt Hillary was. So the cover-up is actually all on the Democrat side. It has nothing to do with collusion. It has to do with them not playing by the rules and them being afraid to be exposed. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to disagree with you on that because I, for one, I was speaking at the Rotary Club of Deerwood before the election, and I'd just gotten back from the Republican National Convention, and they said to me, they said, who do you think is going to win? And I said, Donald Trump will win. He's going to be the next president. And about six months later, one of the dudes who was at that meeting came up to me and said, hey, you spoke at my Rotary Club meeting. And I said, oh, yeah. He goes, you said Donald Trump was going to become the next president. And I said, I remember saying that. And he said, I thought you were flipping crazy. And I said, well, I am, but I also happen to be, I also have, I'm telling you, it's the rallies, dude. There, you go to one Trump rally and you see why he won. You go to one Trump rally and you see why he will continue to win. You go to one Trump rally, you experience that, and you know why anyone who gets up in front of a crowd and says, Donald Trump is my president, will be elected to whatever office they decide that they want to run for. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. we got to take another quick break. This is the Mark K Show. More of your phone calls coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining me. 340-1045 is my number. Uh, you can leave me an open mic message, too, because I know sometimes people don't like to talk to me. They just want to yell, and they don't want me to talk back. So that's fine. You record an open mic message, send it to the studio, and we will uh, we'll get on the air. One more thing I want to say about this Anthony Kennedy thing. Uh, you know, don't think, and it, and it goes to show that these Supreme Court justices, they know exactly what they're doing. Don't, this window of opportunity for him was slim. He chose the one year to retire between, I mean, basically what happened is now we, he's got a very slim window before he can be replaced with anybody that Donald Trump wants. Why? Well, because there's a chance that this midterm election will see this blue wave and will lose control of the Senate and the House and whatever, and the confirmation won't go as planned. You know, if, if the if the Democrats are, are in charge, then a confirmation of a Supreme Court justice could take forever and could never actually go through. But uh, Kennedy looks at it and says, OK, if I leave in June, that gives them September, October. They can confirm that should that should be plenty of time. And then even if they lose control of the Senate, it doesn't matter because there'll be a new conservative justice on the court. He's not stupid. This guy He's a Supreme Court justice. So this is a very tight window. It's not like you did it. You know, if he'd done it last year. 
it probably wouldn't have been as big a deal. But this was this was definitely very premeditated. Had he waited one more year, he may not have been able to retire with a clear cut nominee uh, being able to come in and get and get confirmed. Because, again, we don't know what's going to happen this November. It depends on it depends on whose Twitter feed you follow. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five. Let's go to Mike. Mike is in Jacksonville. Mike, uh, thanks so much for calling the Marquee show. What's going on, dude? Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. And we just, uh, yeah. my wife and I went to Washington, D.C. last week, and uh, I was looking around for some Trump memorabilia and had a little problem finding it, but I did find me some hats, and I put one on. Uh, D.C. is very Democratic, okay? So anyway, oh, yeah. I had a guy walk by me, huge fella. He looked at me and said, Nazi. Uh, but he kind of did it as I walked by him, so I didn't stop saying nothing. I don't want to had some confrontation anyway, not really. But uh, I got in the middle sure. of the White House. My wife and I took a selfie, and this guy turned around and looked at me. He had a sign saying that Trump was a con man. and uh, But he looked at me, and he put a thumbs up. So I walked over and talked to him, and he said, you know, I am a Democrat, but, uh, you know, uh, Hillary was very flawed, and, uh, you know, this is why uh, 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 I'm happy where I'm at. But the thing is, geez, I don't really believe in everything that Trump's done, but he has undoubtedly been one of our better presidents lately and uh he says but i still am a democrat and um he goes this was what's great about our nation is i'm able to talk to you uh with a civil tongue yeah. and uh we have a right to, to show our differences and anyway we talked for about yeah. five minutes i shook his hand and, and said goodbye but um you know my wife made me take my hat off when we went to subway <laughs> <laughs> yeah, women are like, I know, it's my wife makes me do the same thing. Look, here's the thing, and thanks so much for calling me, appreciate it. That guy that you met, by the way, was not just a Democrat, he was a bad Democrat. Uh, if he were a good Democrat, what he would have done is he would have seen you in that Make America Great Again hat, standing in front of the White House, taking a picture, smiling with your wife. And if he were a good Democrat, he would have gotten up in your face and created a crowd and pushed back at you at the restaurant, at the movie theater, at the gasoline station. Did you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station? You get out and you create a crowd. Don't think that when you start wearing your uh, Make America Great Again hats in the next couple months that that's not going to happen, because it is. Uh, 340-1045. All right, tomorrow's Friday. i got to bolt and start preparing for that show. Kidding, I don't prepare for any of these shows. Uh, but we'll be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. right here on News 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.